And we back. We back. We back, we back. <laughs> <laughs> All right, welcome back to the bar and another episode of Will There Be Tequila? And guess what? It's getting a little crispy outside. <laughs> uh, I think you're the only one that's excited about oh, that. Oh, absolutely. I'm, I'm like the Birdman gif over here. Like, this is sensational. I don't... Right? I don't like it. <laughs> You know what? Let's let's just move on, cause Ashlyn is ruining my happy mood. I have a question for you, Ashlyn. So, what's your question, sis? So, um, what is your favorite toxic text to send out? Toxic? Yeah. So, I know that you're in a relationship right now, so you can either use like your relationship as an example, uh-huh. or like a text that you sent out while you were single. Now, if you need some inspiration, uh-huh. um, here's some. You know, you can either. Some some of my favorites were believe whatever you want to, but I have no reason to lie. Uh, or you worried about the wrong things, stay in the moment. Or my personal favorite, hey, I just wanted to check on you. So what what is yours? I don't. If I ever had to send a toxic, <laughs> sorry, that was totally off topic. Um, I, I think if I like ever sent a toxic text it was like if i knew me and this person were like on and off it was probably like the hey i miss you because that that could get to you but it's now now it's a genuine i miss you that's not toxic not not anymore feelings are toxic they'll feelings are toxic but like damn it seems like you sent a lot of those in your past life sis well I mean, I always find a way to use, like, is that right? Like, how you how you figure that? Like, how did you get to this point? I mean, I just be ghosting people. But, like, I always find it funny to, like, make them think that they're going crazy. Because nine times out of ten they are. Because they're, like, accusing me of stupid shit that I didn't do. <sighs> um, so, like, as I'm sending the how you figure that text, I hear should have cheated playing in my head. Uh, um, so, I just find it really amusing. <laughs> of course you do. But uh, that's probably because I'm a psychopath. Um, but... Let's move on to some hot shots. Get these hot shots going. All right. So, turns out that Samuel Jackson is going to be the new voice of Alexa. It's just going to be a bunch of motherfuckers. Well, okay. I'm getting to that. <laughs> You're jumping too far. Relax. I just, I just, yeah. <laughs> so, it says here on the Verge website um, that there's going to be several changes coming to the at-home personal assistant or whatever, um, including a more natural-sounding voice because nobody wants to hear that, like, cyborg voice. Samuel Jackson's not going to be the only setting. Otherwise, so Sam a, is a natural-sounding voice. No, there's going to be a, like, regular human-sounding setting because, uh, let's be honest, Alexa sounds like a cyborg that's going to take over your house. I mean, she If you've ever seen Smart House on Disney Channel, that's what she sounds like, and it scares me. Um and they're also going to be um, having some simultaneous bilingual requests. So, like, if you're a bilingual household, like, whereas the children speak English, but the parents speak mostly Spanish or French or whatever, it's going to be able sh- to pick up on that. That should have been, like, a default. Right. But it wasn't. So now it's going to do it. Mm. And now they're also having a new frustration mode, which we'll get into in a second. Um, and also some celebrity guest voices starring none other than Samuel L. Jackson. So the new natural voice option, um, Alexa is biting off of Apple because Apple did this with Siri with the new iOS 13 update. Um, so Amazon was like, well, that sounds like a pretty great idea. So let's let's just do that. Honestly, they sell the software back and, tr- back and forth to each other. So it's right. I mean, because like with the iOS 13 update, like we just got the swiping keyboard. And I'm like, I remember when I had an Android and I was swiping. Y'all just and like, got tw- that? Shut up. Damn. Shut up. <laughs> 
Now, as far as the Samuel Jackson <laughs> setting, because you know there's going to be a lot of mother effers and stuff like that, um, Amazon offers both clean and explicit versions <laughs> for the Samuel Jackson setting. <laughs> and it's starting at 99 cents for anyone who purchases an Amazon Alexa Yo, what if, by the end of this year. What if he has one and he set his own voice to his setting? You know how trippy that would be? Samuel Jackson, don't get drunk, please. Just <laughs> don't, like, don't pop any pills, no ambient, nothing. I don't think he does. I don't even think he drinks. I don't think so either. But like, that's still trippy. To hear your own voice? Like, your, right. Because it's just like, if you say Alexa and then Samuel Jackson's he'd voice like, comes what, out. Nigga? What, right. motherfucker? Well, <laughs> like, like, or, or like, what if he named, he'd be like, Ayo Sam. <laughs> like, what? No, but like in the promo, it was funny because like he, it, the promo video showed him like recording some of the commands and stuff like that, and it was actually pretty awesome. Wait, what? can it be like? Remember, uh, they did that whole promo for the Super Bowl with Cardi B. Is she up there? <laughs> Yo, can I? Well, this Samuel <laughs> Jackson is just just the first voice, so I would imagine that need, there's definitely going to be more voices to come. I'm like, gonna need in a the Cardi voice because that was oh, hilarious. God, Them commercials were hilarious. Yes, <laughs> like Alexa. Oh, grr, what you want? I need it. <laughs> That's, that'd be the only way I'd buy an Alexa. So the next, uh, starting in 2020, the prices are going to hike to $4.99 if you want the Samuel Jackson experience. Um, and I'm pretty sure you can, like, specialize it to from, like, snakes on a plane to, like, you know, <laughs> Crooklyn or whatever. Um, I don't know. But... Um, there's also the multilingual mode that's also coming as well. Um, but only in the U.S. It's just going to be Spanish and English. It's not going to be like all these different um, languages. So it's Spanish and English in the U.S., French and English in Canada, and then Hindi and English in India. Nah. And that's coming next month. Um, now, this is my favorite one. It's frustration mode. What is that? So it's a text when you're getting frustrated with Alexa, um, getting your requests wrong. So like, let's say you say, Alexa, can I hear some Cardi B? And they're like playing the Hardy Boys soundtrack. Um, so they can sense when you're getting pissed off and they're going to like by default try to apologize and try to rectify like the situation. Like that baby was trying to play a uh, baby shark and they couldn't understand her. Oh, that was so cute. Hey, baby shark. Mama, why did not play? That was adorable. No, it wasn't. Because Baby Shark needs to stay dead. Okay? Do-do-do. Bye-bye. Um, now, this is just some of the new features. They're going to be rolling out some a whole bunch of other new features. And all of that's going to be coming out within the next year. And um, if you want Samuel Jackson in your home, cursing you out and telling you the recipe to that ganache recipe, yeah, no. Um, Mind you, y'all, we we we're not being promoted by Alexa. This is shit. I don't want an Alexa. Dad no. has one at home, and I, I don't want to open it. I, no, because it's gonna take over the house. Yeah. Because again, smart house. Mm. Check it out. Anyway, what's next? Um. So Celine Dion begs Drake not to get her face tattooed, like on him. So I guess they took a picture somewhere. I don't know where they were. But doesn't he have someone else's like face tattooed? Oh, we're Does, getting to oh, that too. Yeah. Okay. So during an iHeart interview, <clears throat> like an interview with iHeartRadio, um, the interviewer brought up the fact that Drake has said that he wants to tattoo her face somewhere on his body. He didn't specify where. Celebrities are weird. Um, he asked her, he was just like, well, you know, if you were to get any artist's face tattooed on your body, like who would it be? Why? Um, and she didn't hear any part of that second question. She just stopped listening after he said, Drake wants to get your face tattooed somewhere. And she looked directly at the camera. She said, Drake, listen to me. Don't do that. Um, Cause it's stupid. Why would you get someone else like face tatted on you? Look, 
Drake has that's like getting their name tatted on you like that's you you stupid stupid look Drake has a bunch of tattoos but Celine Dion said look you can write me love letters you can send autographs to the house for my kids I'll invite you to the house for dinner shit I'll talk to your mom if you want just don't get my face tatted Mm. because this is not the money maker so like you know and over time you know your skin's gonna get saggy and my Mm. face is gonna get longer and it's not gonna look cute nope now, Drake has a total of 35 tattoos, um, but he has several other famous people tattooed on him. Why? Look, I don't. He has a tattoo of Little Wayne on of like course. the back of his arm. He has his father's mugshot. Who the heck is their parents' mugshot? They have a strained relationship anyway. Like they didn't just get back cool until I mean, like the, I know dudes, the More Life album. I know dudes that like will flaunt their father's mugshots and like be so proud of it. I actually know like two people who done. Like, yeah, done my that. pops did time. You know, whatever. Um, but he also has <clears throat> shot. He has two portraits of Shade, like condensed in like one tattoo. So I guess it counts as one. I don't know. Like it's. It's like a sweetest taboo, Sade, and then like Celebrities Sade are weird. and a head wrap. Um, he also has this tattoo that is of Robin Givens eating ice cream, but what? everybody thought that it was Rihanna. And I was like, it's the wrong Robin. You thought wrong. And anybody who thinks it's Rihanna obviously doesn't have eyes because it's clearly Robin Givens. Uh, but he has Aaliyah tattooed on him on his back. Um, he wrote a he wrote like a love letter to her. Mind you, she's been she's been gone since ninety seven, ninety-eight. Um, he also has Denzel Washington tattooed on him, holding a saxophone. He has Adonis. I wish y'all could see my face, cause celebrities. <laughs> he has his son Adonis tattooed on him. And I mean, also, all right, so your kid is a different thing. Right. So he also has Steph Curry and Kevin Durant's jersey numbers. Which is why everybody was like, okay, so why are you trolling him when the Warriors were playing the Raptors during the finals, whatever. Um, And then he also has the Beatles walking across Abbey Road. I mean, if you got the money to spend on stupid shit, why not? I feel me? like he, he just sits down in like the tattoo shop and, and just be like, like please, sir, give me another like, face. Be like, you know what? Like how I do it my the nail salon, I just be like, you know what? Do you go crazy? I feel, like, I feel like he does that at the tattoo shop. Just, like, just be like, you know what? Do you go great? I can't. <clears throat> All right. So um, speaking of I can't, Jim Jones has lost his home. Mm, I heard about that. That's hilarious. So um, it's, he's not having a prosperous month. I mean, it's not funny, but it's funny. Like, first of all, 6 9 fingered him in open court. Pause. Um, That's for, him, officer. <laughs> for being a member of the <laughs> Trey Blood Gang. Um, Which and, nobody cares about. Supposedly, he had recordings of, like, you know, Jim trying to, you know, get him taken out or whatever. So He'd actually do that because Jim Jones bought that life. Now, uh, apparently, the Joneses have no place to live. So uh, it says here on Complex that um, the Jim Jones's New Jersey mansion that he shares with longtime fiance Chrissy Lampkin because they still ain't married. They still ain't married. Um was foreclosed on on behalf of the bank and show, sold at a share of sale for just $100. Damn! But the thing is, like, when they purchased the home, they took out a mortgage for 680000 Right! So they foreclosed on it for $100. Oh They're just my like, you know what, just take this. Just, oh my God. Just, just Yo, believe me. The disrespect. Um, so the mortgage um, was taken out in 2006 when they bought the home. Right. Um, and then, you know, the monthly payment was a little under $4,500. In a lawsuit um, filed by the U.S. National Bank Association, they haven't paid their mortgage since 2010, which, if I'm not mistaken, is the last time they were consistently collecting Mona Scott checks. 
because yeah, they up. haven't been on Love and Hip Hop since the. They had like a brief stint on like Marriage Boot Camp on Wii TV mm. with like Mama y'all better, Jones. Look, and, y'all better start hitting up VH1 and Viacom and well, everybody else again. Well, they're supposed to be coming back to Love and Hip Hop New York because of the. They're supposed to be because they need them checks, right? But they're also supposed to be replacing Remy and Papoose, if I'm not mistaken, because I don't think Remy and Papoose are included in this. Yeah, Remy got too much stuff going on right now, right? And. Uh, speaking of Remy, this is totally unrelated. Supposedly, uh, Brittany, whatever her name is, claims that Papoose was the one who hit her. And Remy's just taking the fall. I don't, I don't know. That's why we're not going to give any more light to that. Celebrities are weird. Um, but and so according to um, some documents, they tried to reach an agreement with the bank to like, you know, um, have the the stuff forgiven. Look, ain't no agreement. Off. You they nine were just like, years. look, they were just like, you have to pay in full. You there are no your... monthly payments. We want our money now because you ain't pay your bill in nine nine, nine years. years. Yeah. Yo, I I could miss a month on my payments, and they take everything. First of all, um, I missed one Capital One payment, and they've been blowing up my phone like I haven't been paying consistently for a year. So yeah, nine years. Get out of my face. Um, and I was about to type. Capital One into the search bar. Good. <laughs> um, so I guess being a retired ma- rapper doesn't pay the bills. Obviously not. I mean, supposedly he's coming out with new music. Like, it, there's a there's a music video at the bottom of this article, and I'm not going to click on Wait, it. Wait, hold on. Serious question. Who checking for Jim Jones right now, though? Not I. I haven't been checking for him since na 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 Balling was my last thing. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa, sis. Yeah. Nah. Cause after that, I, I didn't really like none of the stuff he had. Like, I mean, the vamp, the the vampire life clothing line was like popping. He was make he was making some money from that. So that's why I'm like, okay, so you couldn't pay your bills with vampire life clothing line. Y'all was paying not. arm to leg for that stuff anyway. Now, on to bigger and better things. Uh, Jarrell Jerome at the Emmys. Um, now, so proud of him. If you haven't seen When They See Us, I personally didn't see it for like my sanity and emotional reasons. It was it was beautiful. Like honestly. I, like, it, it I was pissed off for the most part, like for most of the episodes, but I didn't like cry until his episode that he, it was just him. Like when I feel he was like I would be. I'm already an angry and emotional person. <laughs> I I don't because you're a cancer. It's fine. <sighs> thanks. <laughs> I mean, okay. <laughs> so if you haven't seen When They See Us, first of all, you are severely missing out because it is a beautifully done series by Ava DuVernay. Um, and this is probably one of the only times that I will give you permission to turn this episode off right now and go watch it. That's the only time. This is the only time. Well, Take advantage. Well, no, no. Finish listening and, and then... And then, <laughs> and then you could like... Grab your ice cream and tissues. Well, see, you're not gonna really need ice cream for like the first like I forgot how many episodes. Well, you gonna need but, like for like the first tissues. three episodes, you're not gonna need it. But for his episode, boy, oh my god. Um, so Jarrell portrayed Corey Wise, who was one fifth of the now um, critically acclaimed Exonerated Five, um, a group of five African-American and Latino boys who were railroaded by the U.S. justice system for the brutal assault of a white woman in Central Park. Um, again, if you're not familiar with the story, I'm pretty sure if you Google it, Google it'll pop Google is a up. thing. Google University is a real thing. We don't it, have time to go that in depth. I have several degrees in it. Just saying. Um, so 
He won the Emmy for um, Outstanding Lead Actor in a Limited Series as he was the first Afro-Latino to take home the award, as well as the youngest. Like Kudos to in him. Any cat- like in that category at all. Like, so, just, just applause for that. Like, I'm, I'm so proud of him. First of all, I've been a fan of his since Moonlight. So, like, when I found out he was doing this, I was like, oh, he's going to kill this. I, I did not see Moonlight. You just, I did not. And it's on Netflix, so I have no, like, I have no excuse. But I, Yeah, I feel like every week I'm questioning how Ashton and I <laughs> got to be friends for almost 10 years. Because it's just like, you didn't see Moonlight? I know. You, what? No. I mean, shit, I didn't see La La Land either, so I guess well, we're good. Well, that's fine. I didn't see that either. Okay. I didn't, I didn't want to watch that. All right, because um, I remember, like, that whole debate. But, all right. Yeah. Well, because of the fact that, like, La La, they, like, announced that La La Land won, like, Best Picture at the Oscars or something like that when it was really Moonlight in the envelope. It was a whole thing. Yeah. But. Anyway. Anyway. So, um, after, first of all, when he got on stage, um, Angela Bassett was the one who was presenting the award. So, he got to hug Angela Bassett. Sir, you won right there. Oh, that's a beautiful Because have you moment. seen Angela Bassett? Um, beautiful uh, woman. Oh. <sighs> Okay. So once he got off, well, when he was giving us acceptance speech, of course, he, you know, thanked his mom, thanked Did the, you Ava, know, generic thank you, know, you speeches. Right. He, you know, he thanked the Exonerated Five right. um, for giving him a chance and, and the rest of the cast a chance to tell their story. But then when he got backstage, um, one of the reporters asked him, they were just like, well, how do you feel um, being the first Afro-Latino to win in this category? And why do you think? Um, you haven't like seen more like why is it how why has it taken so long for you know you to be the first person? again in the year of 2009 2009 wow 2019 Yikes. the fact that black people latino people are the first to do anything that's sad they try to keep it down do better america what like all right look America is burning, but we're not going to talk about that. No. So when, you know, he got asked that question, he said, first of all, that's a loaded question. Duh. (laughs) Loaded. But he said, it's an honor and it's a blessing. And I hope that this is a step forward for Dominicans, for Latinos, for Afro-Latinos. And it's about time that we're here. And all of this was um, posted on the Huffington Post website. Um, And honestly... Like I said, I've been rooting for him since Moonlight. So when he got nominated for this, first of all, I wasn't around to see the actual award show. I was at work. Um, But I was like, he better get all the things. And if he doesn't, we're storming the Academy. Uh, Just just so you know. Um, But I was upset that like Niecy Nash didn't win because she played his mom in the the limited series. Um, She lost to the act. That that uh, but my thing series is like, about Gypsy Rose. But First of all, we've seen that movie millions of times. We don't care. But like, Nisi's been around for a while, and it's not like this is her first award in anything. She got her shelf full of awards. So I, I mean, I don't want to take away from her from what she did. Mm-hmm. But it's like you got enough stuff to back up your name, sis. It's okay. You can you can. It's not okay. It's not okay. <laughs> she should have gotten the award, and so was Ava. Ava I, didn't get anything either. She was she was nominated for best director I believe and she didn't get that either I think she like lost to Chernobyl or however you pronounce that but I don't even know where that is um, but you know what that's fine whatever mm. so speaking of other firsts um, Mattel 
the brand that's responsible for bringing you the Barbie doll and the Ken I'm doll. I'm a Barbie and all that girl in a Barbie no. world. No, no ma'am. Stay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so they're coming out with their first gender-neutral doll. Yeah. So I don't want to be as confused as I am right now because I shouldn't. Well, I'm go I'm going to enlighten you. Please. And I'm going okay. to enlighten our audience. Um first of all, it was all reported on Time magazine, because Time, you know, does all of the prestigious stuff. Um so the doll can either be a girl or a boy uh-huh. or neither uh-huh. or both. Um so it's being launched on September twenty fifth and they hope that it will redefine who gets to play with the toy traditionally defined as taboo for half the world's kids? Because it's like, if you really think about it, people don't associate boys playing with dolls as like, you know, masculine and stuff like that. They're just like, you know, you need to be playing with action figures or cars or trucks or whatever. So um, they hope that, you know, it kind of like eases the process because there are some some boys that actually do want to play with dolls that might not necessarily be gay. They just might want to play with dolls. because True. They I used cool. to catch my brothers play with my dolls. Exactly. And I'd play with their trucks. And we'd have a merry old time. So, um, you know, some of the the features that, you know, they were talking about that they're not going to be included is like, you know, the nails aren't going to be too manicured. The eyelashes aren't going to be too long. Um, the jaw's not going to be too wide. Broad shoulders aren't going to like really be a thing. So it's, it's going to be interesting to see how it turns so out. Oh, it's going to look like a, the thing? No. <laughs> because it's like what? <laughs> I don't know how it's going to look. I mean, it's going to hit shelves That's September what's throwing me out. Like, I don't mind the gender neutral thing, but the, the concept of what it's supposed to look like in my head is the thing that's throwing me for a loop right now. Well, okay. So it says each doll in the Creatable World series uh-huh. um, will um, have, will look like a slender seven-year-old child with short hair. Okay, so hair. it's going to look like a child. Yeah. Okay. Because you know how like the dolls are more like Adults. teenager or adult type-esque? Yeah. Okay. So each will come with a wig of long, lustrous locks and a wardrobe befitting any fashion-conscious child. So like hoodies, sneakers, graphic t-shirts, you know, stuff like that. With soothing greens along with tutus and camo pants. Look, I was happy when I went to Target one day and I saw a thick black Barbie doll with curly hair. I was happy when I saw that. Well, see, that's, that's what Mattel is already like preparing themselves for there to be blowback. Because of the fact that they've done such like rational stuff in the past, like you know, with having the curvy um, Barbie dolls and the petite and stuff like that, and so the, like, like the disabled Barbie dolls and right. stuff, like yeah. So it's kind of like they're just like, look, obviously they we're trying from to, those too, right? So it's like we're trying to include everybody because of the fact that everybody plays. with We our just dolls. want everyone's coins. That's that all too. we want. I mean, okay. So supposedly uh, Mattel's first promotional spot for. The twenty nine ninety nine product, and I haven't bought a Barbie doll in years, so I don't know how much those Look, things run. I don't. My um, nieces, they get practical shit like books. So, because you know, you gotta be educated. They do gotta be educated. You gonna be my niece? You gonna be educated? So, um, the slogan is gonna be a doll line designed to keep labels and label labels out and invite everyone in. Um, you know, gender inclusivity and and things of that sort. Um, and then it goes on to talk about the pink aisles versus the blue aisles and all that fun stuff. Mm. Um, first of all, this is a really long article. So I'm not reading all of this. So nope. I just gave you like the bullet points. Um, but I feel like that their their doll is a good segue into today's topic. Yes. So um, we are going to take a break. 
Then we're gonna come right back and we're gonna talk about some really good stuff. Greetings, and this is Wine Time with Grown Ass Woman, an intergenerational conversation with Ife Michelle. I'm sexy. And Sharon Leanne. <laughs> you make me want to add a, a name. <laughs> make sure you hit us up. We want to hear from you. Um, again, our email is gawomenspeak at gmail.com. And we're back. <laughs> you um, miss us? Yeah. I mean, I, I miss me. I miss me. I'm cool. Uh, <laughs> like, I would miss me if I were, like, another person. Anyway, um, so this week we're going to talk about LGBT visibility and um, how it relates to both the media and politics and, and just general. Um, so... Ashlyn, I think you said you had something on Sam Smith. Right. So for those of you that don't know or kind of like are out of the loop but are still pretty big Sam Smith fans, um, Sam Smith has come out and says, and I quote, I am not male or female. I think I float somewhere in between. Mm-hmm. Meaning that Sam is now going by the they, them pronouns and would prefer to people to talk to them in as that such. as such put some respect on my pronouns put some respect on my pronouns and i feel like it's a a big thing for them to do that mm-hmm. especially knowing that they have younger fans or people who also have certain pronouns and identify a certain way but can't don't really have the the form to say it mm-hmm. and so with them coming out and saying yeah this is this is how i pronounce myself other people be like hey i can do it too right and i love that and i i think it all comes down to a conversation of like whether or not people are in a place where they can respect people's pronouns because like i have gotten into i wouldn't say debates but conversations mm-hmm. um with like family and friends and things of that sort um about you know pronouns and like how to approach people right and like when they introduce themselves like hey my name is this Mm -hmm. and you know some people go as far as to say like you know these are my pronouns right but there are some other people who are kind of just like i want them to use their judgment and then if they utilize the wrong pronouns then i'll just you know politely correct them because me personally i go by she her Mm -hmm. occasionally he him Mm -hmm. i don't And I pretty much at this point now in my life, just I'm female presenting. So I don't care if you mix up my pronouns. I'm not going to be, well, you disrespected me. (laughs) And uh, uh, I'm not going to get all in the tizzy about it. Right. But there are some people who just based off of their gender identity at that point and their mindset really take pride in coming out and changing their pronouns. And like, which is where Sam Smith is. Kudos to you when you finally build up that courage mm-hmm. to because that's a, another form of coming out right and we all know coming out the first time was hard enough Oof. so 
because you 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 hear like horror stories of people when they come out, oh, so um, many, and like people being kicked out of their homes. And I mean, it's not as family. It's not as bad sort. anymore. I think I haven't heard too many traumatic ones as mm-hmm. of late. So, yeah, I think I mean, we're I think we're getting there. Different. Yeah, we're getting there because I think it's becoming a lot more prevalent in the community and things um, and things like that. It's becoming so, a lot more natural, right? So, like when people come across people a part of the LGBT community, which some people are referring to this community as the alphabet people. Because we are. We have way, oh God, it's like so many letters. LGBTQIA plus or something like that. Too many damn letters. Uh, yeah, I just say LGBT plus. Sometimes I say the Q and then add the plus. It depends on what conversation I'm utilizing. I'm about the, to just say acronym. Is. I'm about to just say special people because <laughs> no, but then special people applies to a lot more people than just the LGBT oh, community. Because okay. then you have like you know the 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 mentally disabled and then special needs, d- right? And so it's kind of like uh, this is this is a lot of special people. Uh. Like huh. too many, too many things to keep up with. Too many acronyms and <laughs> pronouns and letters and there, there are still some letters that I don't understand. I'm like, well, where did this letter come in? Like, when did when did we add this letter? Um, I I don't know the full acronym in my brain. I'm not gonna try and rack my brain to figure out what the full acronym Look, is. Look, just tell me what you want me to call you, and right. we straight. Right. Like I'm gonna call you by your name. If that's the case. Right. Tell me um, what your name you want because now there's a whole name thing. Right. So it's kind of just like if you were born uh, Chester, but you, you go by like Christina or something. Right. So it's like, again, it comes it comes back to your personal preferences and, and whether or not the people that you choose to surround yourself with respect those preferences. Right. Because and if, if they, they don't, then they need to get from around you. And the great prophet. Kick them in their throat. Look, in the, <laughs> in the words of the great prophet, Kid Fury, bitch, they need to beat feet. Gay? Okay. <laughs> so, um, c- keeping on with the, the LGBT theme, um, we're also talking about Angelica Ross of Pose fame. Oh, I love her. Um, if you haven't been keeping up with Pose, which I haven't, I'm going to keep it a buck with you. I, that's I wanna, one I thing I keep it. up with. I want to watch it. Oh my God, this ne- season one is on Netflix. I know it is. I saw it. It's on Hulu too. I'll get around to it. Oh my God, you're going to um, love it. I love it. So Angelica Ross has made history again um, because she has hosted the first LGBTQ plus city hall for the presidential candidates, um, which is pretty much, um, it was co-sponsored by GLAAD and they were talking to the candidates about um right the the rights and things of that sort that um and problems that are plaguing the L, the plaguing the LGBT community um like for instance um Jonathan from god what is that show um Jonathan Van Ness um, mm. from that show that escapes my brain right now because words are not a thing um <laughs> <laughs> so for instance he was talking about how he just came out recently about the fact that he's living with HIV and oh the um queer eye yes there it is um so he was talking about how he um was living with HIV and how medication is impossible to um to afford especially with people's insurances and things of that sort um that's a whole nother thing so you know elect angelica um hosted the city hall and um, 
It gave Democratic contenders a chance to discuss issues pertaining specifically to queer and trans people who they feel have been visibly ignored. And if you really think about it, you see, you know, the gay couples and the lesbian couples on television and movies. And But and, God forbid you see a cis male with a trans woman or vice versa. Right. It's a whole epidemic. Like, it's a whole stigma. Didn't uh, Homeboy kill himself because they were clowning him for being with... Well, supposedly, there was a, there was a whole other layer to that. Supposedly, he was, like, beating on her and she oh, left him. Uh, and, oh, okay. I didn't know about that then. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was about to say. That's a whole other thing. Oh. Um, but they felt as though all of those issues plaguing the LGBT community have been ignored in all of the presidential debates that have happened up until this point. So that was where the presidential town hall came in. Mm-hmm. Um, so Kamala Harris was confirmed, um, but she, I don't know if she came. I don't remember. Um, you know me in politics. We don't key, key like that. So, <laughs> so Ross was set to moderate um, as well as. The, Ross Matthews? No. Uh, Angelica Ross. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> He's another one that I love. So, um, along with the GLAD president, they moderated mm-hmm. and things of that sort. But she said that she was ready and excited to be a part of the groundbreaking forum and um, cited that this is the only presidential forum in history that talks about the LGBTQ rights. Um, and she will also be noted as the first trans person to ever host a presidential debate or event of that stature. So, um, you know, what do you think... As far as um, LGBT rights and, you know, just their visibility in politics. Like, do you think, because, for instance, um, Pete Buttigieg, if I'm not mistaken, is on track to possibly be the first gay president. Like, he's one of the candidates. And Word. He's, yeah. So it's just like, okay, so there's a possibility that we might have a gay president. In the Again, House. I don't, me and politics, we're not friends, so I don't. <laughs> catch up with her we don't have our little morning chats and kiki so yeah so this is news to me mm-hmm. yeah work and it was funny because he was on the view and they were they were asking him, they were just like well how do you do you think that the united states is ready for a gay president and he was like well there's only one way to find I mean, out we got a cheeto puff right now so i'm pretty sure we're ready oh god he's a peach did he, you see those memes he's mm-hmm. like i'm not and he's like i'm not an orange i'm uh and it was mm-hmm. like hashtag i'm peach um because the whole impeachment proceedings. Yeah. Anyway, um, you gotta be like, uh, who 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 did that song where they were like I N D E P? Who who made that song? Webby and Lil Boosie. Yeah, you gotta be like them and just start First spelling of all, out. That's how I learned how to spell independent. Yo, Gwen Stefani taught me how to spell bananas. Bananas. A N A N A S P and bananas. Okay, let me let's not get flagged. And finally, we are also talking about Billy Porter. Oh, since we're talking I've about I've been wanting Pose. to talk about him for the longest. I love Billy Porter. Did you see that hat? Girl, did you see his looks? All right, so I had to follow his Instagram and just be serving, mm-hmm. serving me life. And, like, I love how loving he is. Like, when he talks, he talks from love and experience. And I'm just like, I want you... To just be in my life and just like... And can we like translate this to the entire world, please? So right. that there's not like angry MAGA hat wearers no, in the world? No, like I just want, I just want to, you know how like people say they want like Morgan Freeman's voice to like hug them to sleep or something? Supposedly he's supposed to be a um, navigation voice setting at one point. Of course it's he is. Coming. I mean, Medea is, so why not? No. Yeah. 
But yeah, no, like Billy Porter, I love him. And the fact that he is the first openly gay black man to mm-hmm. win an Emmy. Yes. Bitch, you better work. Like, mm-hmm. what? Mind you, this man has like a whole musical Broadway career. Mm-hmm. Kinky boots. Kin- oh, I love kinky Which boots. his um, dress, I forgot from which award show, was made from the kinky boots curtain. Oh, yeah. That's adorable. Yeah. So they were saying that he just needs to win an Oscar to become an EGOT. He needs everything. <laughs> he He needs the world. And I need him to be like my mentor. Like, I need him to be like that cool uncle that just be like, hey, how you doing? You eating? Let's go for a walk. Let's let's talk. No, I'm not eating. You trying to feed me? Cause you know, I'm I'm still trying to I'm still trying to get slim. Cause I feel like he would like do that. Eat. I'll just imagine people watching with him. That'd be hilarious. So, um, in his speech, he um, talked about the fact that he was the first openly gay man to win in this category. Right. Um, and he also talked about James Baldwin, um, who is, I guess, one of his inspirations. Um, and he said, we are the people, we as artists are the people that get the ch- get to change the molecular structure of the hearts and minds of people who live on this planet. Please uh, don't ever stop doing that. Please don't suit. ever stop telling the truth. So my question is, because of the fact that it took so long for an openly gay man. Again, and another thing that why are blacks still being the first for things especially especially like because of the fact that like these people can act their asses off we are so creative and again like there's so many things that we're doing but yet nobody people want to bite off of us they don't want to give us our dues but they want to take but you know all right so I think my question would be, um, because of the fact that, you know, he's the first openly gay man, um, do you think that, excuse me, do you think that more people are going to, you know, win in these categories that are part of the LGBT community and they're going to be encouraged to work harder and go out for those roles that they think that aren't necessarily attainable because of their sexual orientation? Like, he's, he is and has opened so many doors already. I mean, just the cast of Pose in itself has opened so many doors for the LGBTQ plus community that acts, that sings, Mm -hmm. that dance, that does anything to get their foot in the door Mm -hmm. and do what they love. And like, kudos to that entire cast. Like... Them and when they see it should have gotten all of the things. All the things. But they didn't. Everything. They deserve everything. Like, I just love it. And I I love how we are now coming into an age where people are like, all right, we've had enough. Like, you either, we're going to show you why you should accept us. And it's like, again, why is it taking us so long to progress and do things but there are also some people who aren't accepting it because they don't feel as though it's natural like there's always going to be that adam and eve not adam and steve neither is your blue hair color sis but you know we accept that neither is that botox you got but you know we accept that (laughs) 
Well, Ashton's out here throwing shade at everybody. <laughs> and um, Ashton, do you have anything else to add to this wonderful topic? I am just over the moon. I I I feel like I want to do more, but then I get mm-hmm. like just me doing this and me talking about it on the show is is doing more. And I love that people who have the platform mm-hmm. to do more are actually stepping up and utilizing it. Yeah, because there are some people who like kind of feel like, all right, let me just stay in my lane, you know. No, if you have just- the platform, if you have the voice, mm-hmm. please use it. Because then people will feel like they have a voice and they see it. On, you make us small screen. people feel big. like Yeah, I ain't small. Far well, from it. I mean, I got I got a loud mouth. I mean, so I guess I'm not small. But, you know, but like for just all of this, like the, the whole visibility of things. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's funny because I was talking... I was talking with Aaron and Aaron, 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 Aaron. <laughs> and one of our other friends and I was just like, yo, I don't I don't broadcast to the world that I'm by. Like mm-hmm. I don't have to do that. But it's nice to know that I can say it and people aren't gonna like flip shit for it. Right. Like it's nice to know that I can have spaces at this point you're gonna have like run into people like me too right it's It's nice to know that more and more space safe spaces are available for me and others like me right so well we just want to let y'all know that will there be tequila at the very space we are a very obviously two queer black girls we hello (laughs) (laughs) all right and on that note um i think we're gonna put a button in this and uh wrap it up for this week and um I just want to say that black people are doing great things. We're doing a damn thing out here. All right. <laughs> I got hype. Yeah, a little bit. I thought we was on Black Lady Sketch Show for a little bit. Uh, um, that's which, another good show. Produced by Issa Rae. And by the way, I know I closed out last week, but I was, I was talking about the whole Issa Rae leaving Set It Off Alone. I'm still trying to like wrap my brain around how she's going to do it. Because everybody except Stoney dies at the end. I mean, I wonder who she's going to cast for it. I just want, look, you better not be like, okay, so this is your, this is going to, who's pl- who's playing Cleo? This is who's playing Stoney? This is who's playing, no. Give us, you can give us a similar plot, but don't do the same characters. Because then I'm just going to get mad and I'm not going to watch it. I mean, it's a remake. I don't, I don't know. Uh, Issa, we need to talk. Just I hit, just hit want, my line. Issa. If ever there was a day that you'd listen to Will There Be Tequila, just give me Insecure and I'll be happy. Our episodes, please. Like, I know you was trolling people on Instagram, but, like, you didn't necessarily tell us whether or not there was going to be our episodes. So um, we need to know if there's actually going to be our episodes or if you're just going to surprise us. Like, stare blankly at us if there's going to be our episodes. Blink once. I don't know. Give me something. Just, I need something. I need some shows to watch in the fall. I don't have anything to watch. So, Ashley needs shows to watch, guys. So, hit our DMs and just be like, look, you really need to check out this show. Yo, seriously, like, tell us, tell me what I should watch. I'm I'm too far gone for power, I feel like. But, shoot, if one of y'all suggested it, like, I might give it a try. I wouldn't. But, um, uh, hit us up on Twitter and them DMs at WTBTPod. And also, Will There Be Tequila with two A's on Instagram. 
Um, and if you want to shoot us an email with Feel any listener questions, any feedback, anything that you want to hear us talk about more on the show, Please because at do. this point we're six episodes in, so you know what we talk about. And we're on this pretty show. much just like talking to ourselves, and we need some feedback. We want to know what's going on with y'all. That makes y'all take your sip of tequila at the end of the day. Look, I could be taking a sip of tequila just because it's Tuesday. So. I- just talk to us just let us let us know if we're doing great if you like it if you're like sis you need to hang it up probably won't but you know it's nice to have some emails in the inbox right um so once again you can hit us up at will there be tequila with two a's at gmail.com and the answer to that question is no there will not be tequila at gmail.com but you can wish anyway um (laughs) but all of that information will be in the show notes and i think that's it I think so. That's it. All right. We'll see y'all next week. Bye-bye.